city of your dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of your dreams. What's going on? It's Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here to give you that Nick's talk. Just a Nick of Time. And it's time for a celebration. And do you know why? Because the Charlie Ward curse has been broken. Gunshots in the air for the Charlie Ward curse being broken. All right. RJ Barrett re-signs with his hometown team, the New York Knicks. For about 120 million dollars all right and it's gonna be around 27 million a year and listen man he deserved it he, he deserved it he worked hard he got to 20 points a game and despite all the news swirling around donovan mitchell and despite people thinking he's max the knicks actually got him for a, a decent contract and we're going to talk about it we're gonna talk about rj barrett we're going to talk about Donovan Mitchell. We're going to talk about the Lakers. We're going to talk about any and everything that's been happening in Knicks Nation because we, we've been a while. We've been, we've been away for a minute. All right. I know y'all missed us. I know. I miss y'all too. All right. <laughs> but we're going to get into it. But before we get into it, let, let, let's, let's let me introduce my guys. All right. First and foremost, let me introduce my guy. I call him the raw metaphors. My guy from the YouTube channel across the street. Raw. Hebrew remnant, what's going on, bro? My man, my man, JL is glad to be here. Excited, yeah, man. I'm glad to be here too. Sorry for the, the, the delay, technical difficulties. We got new toys, but um, certain things still ain't it's still in the works. But um, we working on it, we working on it, all right. Uh, uh, of course, you already know what this is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G is in the building. Uh, Ryan G is still muted. You gotta unmute your mic, Ryan. <laughs> oh, my fault. I didn't even notice that. With my fault. Yeah, Ryan G's in the building. The sun is shining on Nick's Nation. Let's yes. go. Yes, the sun will come out. The sun is shining on Nick's Nation, and you, you, you gotta listen. This is this is the new rookie on the KOT team. If you didn't know, shout out to my man Lee. What's going on, Lee? What's up, brothers? I'm glad that uh, we're here talking Knicks. The RJ Hive is happy tonight. I'm proud to be a member. Definitely proud to be a member. Proud car carrying member of the RJ Hive. RJ Hive. Now, 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 let's get into. Let's get into. Oh man, where do I start? All right, first I, I'm gonna start here. It's a celebration, all right? Because we haven't had uh, a guy resigned to the Knicks who's been the first rounder in a very long time and i just and he deserves it man he, he worked hard this guy is the face of the franchise for us he has that new york demeanor that new york grit and he got around 27 million dollars a year roughly that's at least what's been reported by ian um so before we even get into everything else what do you think about the size of the contract gentlemen because you know a lot of people were saying uh max dealer bus um but congratulations to this 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 front office like i think we actually got him on a, a reasonable deal and 
a manageable deal. And I think 20 around 27, 20 is where I think he should actually be for the production. Hey, go ahead, Rolick. You start us off. Well, I, I was looking it up because I was looking up the poison pill today. I, I Googled it. And apparently the poison pill means that they'd have to take back the average of his four years, which is 26.2 million. Right. So right. that's that that adds up to almost 105. So he's got a base of about 105. And then with the incentives, he can get to 120. Yeah, which, which, which and we'll get into the poison pill and that stuff in a second. But yeah, the we always thought that's the way it would go. Because if you look at the Julius Randle contract and the way they did contracts in general, they'll have like a baseline number, but then they'll also say, Oh, you can make more if you have if you make the all-star team, if you make all mm-hmm. uh, defensive player of the year. If you, so those are the incentives that can push RJ two hundred and twenty. But uh in all instances, it probably will not be hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. Ryan, anything to add to that? Yeah, well, you know, first and foremost, you know, like you said earlier, you know, thankfully the Charlie Young Ward curse is over. So definitely big ups to that. And I think that's a huge positive step for the Knicks because since Charlie Ward's, you know, since Charlie Ward was resigned and the Knicks haven't been resigning their picks, like, you know, players will get drafted here and they already know, like, they're, not, they're probably not going to last in the Knicks uniform looking at the hit, looking at the track record of the Knicks. So yeah. now the Knicks are showing that they're actually retaining their players that they've drafted on the team. And I think that's going to boost the Knicks image yes. to all the players around the leagues, you know, showing, you know, we're, now we're showing players that we have a new regime in town and that, we're, and that we actually show love to the players that we drafted and we'd like to actually keep the players that we drafted, show loyalty to those players. And I think that's going to actually improve the Knicks um, status around the league. Keep the players that you drafted. Interesting choice of words. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Anything to add to that, Lee? <laughs> My man, Scott Perry, did it again. Uh, I've been a huge Perry fan. Came on board. I think he's underrated. Leon gets a lot of credit. Brock Aller, too. But Scott Perry has been the steady hand, even during the Steve Mills days. And I've liked most of what he's done, especially when it comes to contracts. It's always an affordable deal. It's always team-friendly. And he loves the incentives built into the to the contract. And RJ's got to hit some metrics in terms of all-star appearances and all-NBA uh, defensive teams in order to earn the full weight of that contract. And I love that Scott Perry did that. And I think Knit fans should be really excited because really, I mean, since Charlie Ward um, resigned, he's RJ is probably the most exciting, highest ceiling, most loved player that we've drafted in the first round uh, since then. I would even put him above KP. Oh, that's not even a question. Like most love for sure. At this, listen, this guy is all business. He doesn't even post his workout videos. Like he, he, he you just know he, he just comes back better. He's, he's not the flashy guy. He does his work. He's a, he's a hard pale, hardworking dude, and he just keeps it moving. I love these guys that are like low mess, low drama, but like. But even kill and can be the face of the franchise, can answer the hard questions. Those are the type of personalities, the type of characters that you want in New York. Uh, and that's what we got in RJ. And we want to keep him in New York. Emphasis on keep him in New York. All right. And I'm, when I'm, I'm saying keep him for a reason, because I want to, to keep him and I, I, before before I get into the front office, I'm, I'm gonna get the first the front office some props 
for um the way they've conducted themselves over the last few years you've been we've been acting like a a rational franchise and we haven't gone over the edge too much you know we might have overpaid like a, a penny or two here and there in contracts but we haven't made any crazy trades that's gonna set us back years and years that throws away millions of draft picks etc 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 right um and which, which brings me to the news that has dropped yesterday in conjunction with the rj extension and unfortunately like the rj extension is like it didn't get to be celebrated really like i want it because of everything that's happening but elephant in the room whoosh drops atomic bombs not even a bomb atomic bombs carpet bombs if you will right because like woes if you go on twitter woes has a thread and he's just going and it's like going and entering the details of right on pop a thread of 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 news that as a knicks fan you're like this is this is a little disturbing and but also kind of you're like proud and disturbed at the same time i don't know how to i don't know how to that's the the best way i can describe it and the news pretty much said rj barrett you know was in included in trade talks with the utah jazz and on top of that over the last 48 hours there has been trade discussions include that include rj barrett and Utah and Knicks were getting closer and closer to a deal, and it's the closest it's been on Monday morning. But then Leon Rose let his nuts hang and said, Listen, make this deal now, or we're going to handle our own business and sign the extension. And once the deal wasn't made, RJ Barrett became a New York Nick, and the likelihood of us even trading him to Utah became even slimmer so i want to get you guys reaction to that news because that news is, is is crazy what do you think about rj barrett even being included in the deal because a, a month ago um ian was telling us that like the knicks were dead set on not including him and then things changed that quickly go ahead lee well, first off, R.J. Barrett is my favorite player since Mello. I don't want to – I do not want to include him in any trade for Spider Mitchell. But the deal that I saw reported, I believe, was R.J. and only two first-round picks and nobody else included. So, I think the, the expectation was that R.J.'s – the average that Raw alluded to at $26 million and maybe some salary failures or maybe Rose would be included as well um, or some other cap considerations would be sent to Utah for Mitchell – that's Leon Rose showing that if you want RJ, you're only getting two first round picks. And there hasn't really been a lot of information disclosed on if they were both unprotected, if one was unprotected and one was heavily protected, or even if both were coming straight from New York or, or elsewhere. Um, that deal being said, I would make that move. I don't want to, but I would trade RJ in just two picks for Donovan Mitchell. Because at the end of the day, is Donovan Mitchell more impactful and a better play than RJ? Yes. If you can bring him in and keep Obi. Pete Grimes, keep IQ, 
maybe even Rose and your salary cap and your, your picks for a future trade, I, I make that deal. I don't want to give up RJ. I love RJ, but as reported, I would make the deal for, for RJ and two first round picks. Glad we still have them at the same time. Woo! You would put RJ in interesting, interesting, interesting. The way I've heard it, I've heard that is the two picks are definitely ours. And Leon Rose was dead set on not giving those two picks up. Um, also, also, I believe Obi Toppin might have been involved. As well. No, no, no. And I can no. double check that. No, it was it was RJ and Evan Fournier and two unprotected picks. RJ Evan Fournier and two unprotected picks. I'll double check I would that. Make right that deal. I would do that. That this is the thing. Think about it like this: If let's say they did that deal on Monday, right? Today's Tuesday. If if you if somebody reported that RJ Barrett, two unprotected picks, and Evan Fournier was traded for Donovan Mitchell, it would be the steal of the century. I mean, we would have got Donovan Mitchell. We still have Obi Toppin. We still Great. have Emmanuel Quickly. We still have we 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 have you know we basically have everybody. Now look, I did. I am totally against, I was against trading RJ on principle because of it's he's representing the face of a new culture. Right. But if you're, if you're telling me we would have gotten, and this is what I'm saying. It would first of all, have been a total steal. That's a steal. You're getting an all an NBA all-star for a kid that has upside for sure, but you only gave him two unprotected picks. That's ridiculous. And they would still have all of their picks all of their protected picks and and they would have gotten off of fournier's contract no no that would have been a steal it's like to me it's what the to me the don was saying let me put this out there and he's playing age because he's like okay so you don't want that that means we're going to take our better players out of this deal and include more picks because you can't get both you can't get a good player and picks you're going to get salary fillers and a lot of picks or you're going to get a couple of picks and a good player. So what do you want? And so that's what he did. He, I don't. I think he already knew that deal wasn't going to get done. He had to put his nuts on the table and say, "RJ and two picks. You know, Evan Fournier is a salary filler. What you want?" And Angel's like, "Well, let me think about that. Okay, you got to tonight, Monday night, to tell me what you want. And if you don't want, I'm signing RJ tomorrow. And so that. So he's showing Ainge, I'm in control of this. I'm I'm running this game. I run Ting now." So, okay, <laughs> I run this team. So now, Ainge knows this cat is not playing, and he puts something out there. So you can, I think that he did, he just set the gauntlet. He said, either you're going to get a really good player and just a couple of picks, or you can get more picks, but you're not going to get the players you want. Yeah, Leon was trying to get R.J. Barrett, the Statue of Liberty, and everybody else included. He wanted the cheerleader. Like, he was a kind of, kind of Odin with the, <laughs> like, you can't have everything. And, and to me, honestly, when I'm looking at RJ Barrett with picks, like RJ Barrett is worth a few unprotected in my eyes. And I'm probably feeling like if that's what they offered, that's what they were thinking. You know what I mean? They're feeling RJ Barrett is our best asset on the team. So you can't have our best asset plus Grimes plus right. Right. unprotected. Right. Or unprotected. Right. That's just crazy. That's right. Yeah. And so he yeah. set the guideline. He said, okay, is that to me what that meant? Either you're going to get picks or you're going to get players, but you cannot have both. So that to me means it's it's going he's taking off the table RJ 
and whoever else he wants, it's going to be salary fillers. Plus, right. the, you might get he might get, and that's probably why you you're talking now with the Lakers, which we'll get to. But now the Leon Rose is a mess. He's not taking shorts. He might do a third pick, and then a couple of players, and then probably solicit a third team for a pick. I thought for Leon, sure that we was going to settle on third pick. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lee. Leon was saying, if you want RJ, he's the only young guy you're getting. That's you're not right. getting RJ and OB, RJ and IQ. Right. It's RJ and these two pits and nothing else, which sets us up for a future trade for an- another star later on when they become available. I thought it was. Uh, I don't. I don't like giving up RJ, but I liked how Leon did it. I thought it was very smooth. No, brilliant. Like Ross said, he's. He, I'm the captain now. Like this is exactly. I'm exactly. I'm the one who's going to dictate the the the, the 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 functionality of it, which is great. We haven't had a GM do that before or a president. Nope. Never. Yeah. And, and I don't think Ainge ever had a GM approach it like that, except if he ever tried to deal with Masai Ujiri. But Leon just told him, man, there's a new sheriff in town in New York, bro. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, and, Ryan. Um, yeah, I just want to add something right quick. Like, the way I look at this, I just feel like Leon was fed up with Danny Ainge's crap throughout this whole trade process. Because... He was putting our packages out there. Okay, you can have four picks, these young players. Donovan Mitchell is not what – he's not the price that you're putting out there for him. So it's like, okay, we're trying to bring the market back down because we know Gobert, that trade was crazy and inflated the market. So we're trying to give actual market value for Donovan Mitchell, but yet you're still there demanding the whole C, the whole – the the whole land for Donovan Mitchell acting like this guy is MJL LeBron. He's not MJL LeBron. So Leon Rose is like, okay, we're trying to get it back to the market value. Four picks, couple young players for Donovan Mitchell. Okay, you don't want to take that? All right, fine. You want RJ Barrett? Okay, we'll give you RJ Barrett, but you know what? We're not giving you the picks that you want then. You want you so we're only gonna give up two picks. And RJ Barrett, if you don't want to take that, then you know you can kiss my ass. Inside <laughs> RJ Barrett, and, and that's that. Now, now it's even hard to get a, now it's even hard to get a blue trade. That's so I feel like that's how Leon Rose approached this whole situation. He got fed up with Danny Ainge. He was like, you know what? This is my final offer. You want yep. RJ Barrett? Here you go. You're only getting two picks with them. And if you do not take this, and if you do not take this deal, you can kiss my ass. RJ Barrett is going to be a Nick for the next four years. And if you want him, now it's more difficult to get him. That's right. He gave him the Tony Soprano. Go flock yourself, man. (laughs) (laughs) This this is the most impressive thing to me about this whole thing is chess match that's been going on from beginning to now. Because even Brian Winhurst is on top of it. Everybody saw what was happening. The Utah Jazz was trying to manipulate the media into having the Knicks up their offer. Oh, the Cavs are right there. Ooh, Miami wants them. Ooh, the Wizards. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, the New York Liberty is now in the, like, everybody was in the rumors. <laughs> the Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, wow. Like, players are involved. Like, it was, it was crazy that it was going to that length. And the thing that I liked about yesterday's news was it set a tone you know it set a tone to to everybody else that 
you know, when, but we knew Knicks Nation knew that Leon Rose wor- walks away from deals. And I've been in Utah, like content creators uh, mentioned arguing is down, up and down. Like Leon is not a, a schmuck, you know, he's he, 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 like he, he walks away. And, and that's exactly what he did. And I almost feel like that news of that deadline kind of illustrates that, like, we, we're not taking this no more. Uh, we setting our own terms, take right. it or leave it. I personally still don't like that RJ is involved. Um, I would like to keep him off the table at all the costs. Obviously, that's not what happened. I get what you guys are saying. Um, Donovan Mitchell is unequivocally better than RJ Barrett, for sure. Uh, I would like to pair him with RJ Barrett, but like when I'm when I'm looking at the scope of this team, though, I can see why they would do it for a lot of reasons, but I. I'm still hesitant, and it's more of the emotional. It's the more of the emotional side, knowing this is a homegrown yeah. player. No, that's yeah. JL is exactly that's what it is. See, this is what I love about Leon Rose. He is not emotional. His emotions are out of it, and so like this, like if somebody were to say, "What well, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, made received the call on Giannis Antetokounmpo? What's the call? Well, Washington called, and 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 Milwaukee asked for ten first round picks." And KP, and Beal, and you see what I'm saying? Anybody could be on the market, but what's the cost? Right. Leon, Leon said, okay, I'll dangle him out there. I'll dangle him out there for two unprotected, and you can have Evan Fournier, and that's it. That's it. Nobody's going to take that deal, especially Danny Ainge, but he's letting Danny Ainge know this is what you're getting, man. Either you're going to do business with me for picks, or you're going to do business with me for players, but we're not going to do both. We're not getting fleeced here. Yeah. And it, okay, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 my fault. And just to hop on what um Ross said, I think you have to look at it this way. I think this just I think this shows you how much Leon Rose actually values RJ Barrett. The fact that he said, you know what? If you want RJ Barrett, you're only gonna get two picks with them. Because RJ Barrett himself, I think Leon Rose views him as like, you know, maybe two or three first round picks if you're right. trying to, you right. know, pry RJ Barrett from the Knicks. So he's like, okay, you want six picks? You want RJ Barrett? Okay, then here's RJ Barrett and here's two picks. This is how much we value him. If you don't want that deal, so be it. RJ Barrett stays with us. That's right. Yeah. I think that Leon Rose was the agent for Carmelo when the Nets traded for him from Denver to New York. And I think he's acutely aware of what the four of us and the rest of Nets Nation have dealt with under Dolan's ownership. He knows how many times the Nets have gotten fleeced under Isaiah Thomas, under Donnie Walsh, under Glenn Grunwald, under Steve Mills. And he has the Nets fans' best interest at heart representing us making sure that one thing that's not going to happen, whether we did spider or not, we're not getting fleeced and that's at right. a matter of respect for him before drawing the line of sand. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And and here's the thing that I'm looking at as a, like a total picture. And, and this is the whole reason why I wanted to keep a lot of our assets um, and why I even think, listen, RJ Barrett, like I've been saying, is going to probably sign around for around 30 million, right? These are signs around 27 million. Julius Randle, the same, right? Uh, we um, and then we also have so we we also have um. Well, why am I blanking right now? The point guard that we signed, Brunson, Brunson, Brunson. Thank you. He's not that late for me to forget Jalen Brunson's name. Jalen Brunson is also signed. That's right. For the twenty-five million. So you're looking at these guys. And you, you you turn around, you have four players who's going to be signed to like 30 million a piece. And you're going to look around 
and go, if we trade all of our picks, we're, we're, we're kind of in a, a bind because we're going to need those picks to either a draft cheap talent later or b move on for a contract or some subsequent move or something so we have to play this very carefully because of the amount of money involved now if rj is moved it will help alleviate some of that situation um but like i said listen the the, the fact that he got extended um it minimizes the the chance that he's moved and and uh, Ron, I don't know if you want to uh, restate what we talked about with the with the poison pill. <laughs> yeah, um, the thing is, okay, let's look at the starting five in terms of salary. So you have tw- what is it, twenty seven for for Brunson. If you got Mitchell, you'd have thirty, right? That's thirty million. And RJ is twenty six, twenty seven next year. And then you have uh, Mitchell Robinson is seventeen. And then you're going to have. Um, Julius Randle around 27, 20. Well, this year he's 24, but if you, you know, it'd be like 27 right. next year. So, so, and it, I would look at that. If I'm just looking at the salaries, I'm saying I got to be able to make a deep playoff run right? with that. Because, because other than that, and that's why I'm also thinking there's going to be a Randle move because I'm just saying as far as money, I'd rather have a cheap, I, if I could put Obi Toppin in there and make a run, at two million or five million, whatever he's getting paid, and then keep some cheap salaries on my bench. I'm going to do that because that gives me a chance to to operate for some for some more superstars later on. Versus right now, I don't know. I, I just see it's too it's too heavy a little bit right now with all of those guys in terms of the south. My thing is right now, if I'm looking at the landscape, of everything and what they're asking for, it looks like Grimes and Obi might be a goner. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way I'm seeing it right now, especially like even even Ian kind of uh, broke it down in one of his articles. If they're asking for R.J. Barrett in two first round picks, and you know that's what the Knicks are willing to give them, you would think if the Knicks still feel like there is a deal to be had with the Utah Jazz, there might be more of our depth involved to bring Donovan Hill. So I would keep. I don't think Obi's that. there. You know why? Because you know they reported that they offered Obi in two first rounds. Mm. So I don't think Obi's on the table. I think it's going to be IQ or Grimes or Cam. And, and I don't think you're going to get rid of both Grimes and Cam because I think the Lakers want Cam. And yeah. so I, I think Mark, Mark Berman's been saying that. I think he's right. The Lakers want Cam. I don't see them se- sending out Cam and Grimes because now you're losing both your wings. But I can see them doing one of them. I don't know. It's it's going to be different. I think IQ is going to Utah myself. I think it's IQ, uh, um, Fournier, and either and I think Grimes are going to Utah. I yeah, I think I think is I think is I think is feel like is is probably going to be Grimes and Cam. Because I, today I was looking at it like this, and I was like, okay, LeBron wants shooters, right? right. So, so if you're going to, and I was thinking, okay, with the team they now have, if you add Bogdanovich and Fournier, now you got something because all you, you know, with AD and, and LeBron, you got something there because now you got a, you got shooters around those guys. Those guys cannot be guarded one-on-one and you got shooters. So I can see Fournier, Bogdanovich going to LA and then you're sending IQ and Grimes to Utah and Westbrook goes to Utah for the salary and the Knicks get Mitchell 
and and I can see that that work that actually worked on the trade machine, and I can see them doing that. And especially if LA is willing to attach a first round pick and send that to Utah, the Knicks can send three. Now he's getting four unprotected picks, you know, and Knicks might throw in an unprotected or two. That's six picks. I don't know if he says no to that. He already said no to RJ and two picks, and personally, I think that was insane. Personally. <laughs> No, I would I wouldn't do it either. If I'm him, I want four picks. You want four picks. I want four, and that's what that's what I'm saying. LA is going to give up one. LA will give up one for those two shooters. They'll give up one. See, yeah. that's the problem. They would have gotten held and Turner, but Indiana wants both their picks. And they said, no, we're only going to give you one. But I think they'll do one for Bogdanovich and Fournier. Because that's what they're getting two shooters there. They might do two if Westbrook is also sent uh, yes. to Utah because they're having yes. a hard time getting rid of him as well. Right. So, they might so be if they, two. yeah, and if they sent if they sent two to Utah, now the Knicks only got to send two. The Lakers have been have been hesitant to send two picks this whole they summer have. because everybody's been wanting two picks. Uh, like they was they wanted um, Buddy Hield and Miles Turner. Right. And Lake and uh, Indiana wanted two picks, and right. the Lakers right. said. No. Hail to the no, no. So that's right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't know why, but it seems like I don't know. I think Miles Turner is not as valued as I thought he would be because he's only a twenty million dollar guy, and nobody's taking him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I guess it's the, the injury history. Uh, Derek Rose too, because they probably want some point guard depth behind Patrick Beverly. They might want to take Rose. Uh, well, you think? What do you think about none? I thought they were going to start him. I haven't heard anything about none in terms of his position and rotation. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he might start. Yeah, I I don't know, but I because they got Hendrick Nunn and he's only he's on an expiring deal as well. So I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. But I, I think you're right. If they give up, if they give up two first rounders, then that that helps the Knicks because they give up two first to Utah, send Westbrook out there. They get the two shooters. Now we only got to send two uh, protected picks to Utah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, and the way the way I see uh, Leon navigating this thing, I don't. Yo, he seems really steadfast on these two picks. I don't think he's going to move. I don't know. I, I know. I know. It seem like it. I don't he's think not he's going, going to move. To, no. So he'll probably hoping, give two and he'll probably give two and two protected. Yeah. 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 And you know what? He shouldn't. Donovan Mitchell is not worth three unprotected picks. That's a lot of, of future you're mortgaging for a guy that's right. that's who's never right. been all NBA and who's not a first team a guy you can have as your first option to win a championship. He, I mean, let's be honest. Look how he performed in the playoffs last year against Jalen Brunson. He's not a guy you give up three unprotected first round picks for, in my opinion. Brunson no. really made him. Look, Brunson really made him look bad, man. He did. Yeah. Really bad. No, yeah. you're absolutely right. He has has he been to the finals? No, he's a great player. No. He's he's the performed well in the playoffs, but there is a ceiling. And, and listen, we have already done this already with the Carmelo Anthony trade. Mortgage the whole future to get him here. And then there was a cap on our and success. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the thing is, but the thing is, at least with Carmelo Anthony, he did make the Western Conference Finals at least with the Nuggets with a good team. Yeah. So it's like you can And he had Chelsea with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but still, but but still, it's like at least Carmelo Anthony actually experienced the Western Conference Finals. Donovan Mitchell couldn't get out the second round with Utah. That's the furthest he went. True, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's facts right there. That's all. That's that's facts all, right there. All facts. And shout out to Rich Jim who who actually told us earlier that he said there was a deal that involved of Obi and and Grimes. I know I was I wasn't bugging. I know I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There was and, and it was two picks, and they said no. But hey, it's all good. 
I'm just saying, I think Grimes, and, and again, Mark Berman wrote this, Grimes would not mind going to Utah because he knows if, if Mitchell comes to New York, he won't get a chance to start. Sure. Right. Right. And, 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 and here's one thing I want to say to you guys, too, because I've been seeing this a lot on Twitter. And I don't want anybody to be blindsided. All right. Because Knicks fans can't be blindsided. I've seen a lot of disbelief that RJ Bar was even included. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of, um, you know what? He, Donovan Mitchell, I mean, I mean, Leon Rose didn't really include him in the trade. I don't want, remember, I, I want to talk about how shocked everybody was when KP was traded and we thought he would never be traded. No, I thought I was hoping they trade. <laughs> no, because I had heard that summer they offered an incentive laden deal. And I thought he was an injury prone player. I loved him, but I thought he was injury prone and he refused to sign the incentive laden deal. And then his brother started acting up. And that's when Steve Mills said, okay, you don't want to be here. Fine. Let's get ready. And yeah, I was and, like, and, okay, get out of here. And I was kind of for the trade too. Like when it was happening, I mean, not that I was for the trade, but I didn't want, I was scared to max him. But I also thought trading wasn't the end of the world because of the thing that you have mentioned, his injury history. But yeah. that's besides the point. What I really want to say is this. As Knicks fans, sometimes we get blinded by our own fandom. And I feel like this might be one of those times where it's starting to happen a little bit. RJ Barrett is still a New York Knick. It is harder to trade him because of the poison pill provision. Um, the way I, I've, I've heard it explained is... You can't really get equal trade for trading RJ Barrett. It's like ten right. million dollars going out, and twenty six million come dollars coming in. So it yeah, makes yeah, it almost yeah. impossible to. Yeah, max he's off salaries. the table. Yeah, he's off the table. I mean, uh, Ian Begley said it. Ian Begley said he's he's off the table. It's funny. Ian. It's funny. Ian Begley says he's off, or it, it makes it harder. But he said it Rose, makes it harder, but he said obviously Leon now is taking him out the deal. Right. That's what he said. Right. There's only one trade. I forgot what the exact number was, but one trade out of 170, was it two or nine? One out of 179 players have been yeah. traded with that poison provision. So it makes That's it very right. difficult to trade them. So in all likelihood, um, it's not, uh, it might not happen. That third, But a third team might have to be involved. But we all know that a third team and the Lakers has already been kind of involved already. So mm-hmm. I'm just preparing everybody for every possibility. All right. Because yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. blindsided before for KP. Oh, um, I hear you. So, and, oh, and, you, you know, okay. I hear you. And, and, and I'm also saying this. Woj, Ian, and Champs. All right. We've all regarded these guys as the highest of the high in NBA royalty, Knicks Nation credibility. All three of these guys are saying he was involved. And all three of these guys are saying it seemed like he was almost traded. So yeah. I don't want everybody yeah. just be like, I like, listen, well, I, I trust Woj over my own mama, right? If Woj no, told no. me, yo, Jay Ellis, <laughs> Jay Ellis, Woj, if, if I read an article and Woj was like, yo, Jay Ellis, um, your dad's not your dad. I'm like, bum, man. Like, <laughs> like, really? Like, I would believe him. Like, that's how much I believe Woj. So when I'm reading this stuff, my Nick brain and my fan and, and my, my logical brain are like fighting each other. Like, there's no way RJ Barrett is in the trade. But this is Woj. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I, I just want I just want you guys to be mentally prepared. Nah, we ready, man. He ain't going nowhere. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't he going, going nowhere. Yeah, like we said earlier, like he ain't going when, nowhere. when he included RJ Barrett in the deal, he only gave he only was willing to give up two two unprotected first round picks right there. That's that it. tells you that That's it. he values RJ Barrett highly and that he's not gonna give up RJ for no chump change. That's so right. Like, That's right. That's right. Now, let's be honest too. When, when we trade KP, we got that Dennis Smith Jr. and a bunch of bums. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mitchell, like uh, you know, he's a better player. Nah, I get. It. Yeah, he, he, he's definitely a better. He's a he's a better player. I, I, whatever, gunshots, man. So <laughs> celebrating this, RJ. RJ is still the New York Nick, and in all likelihood, he's gonna be staying with us, and hopefully, he will be paired with Donovan Mitchell. Um, so shout out to the front office. Shout out to, shout out to Worldwide West. our guy Worldwide West for making this thing happen. All right. Um, yo, and shout out. Hold on, let me shout out to the chat. The chat is bumping. First and foremost, Shaz, your first time at the KOT show. Hi, what's going on? How you doing? My name is Jay Ellis. These are my guys. Um, if you like it here, <laughs> please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Um, I know we haven't been streaming a lot of while, but I've been working on stuff behind the scenes, and then it hasn't been easy getting this stuff out. All right. But um, trust me, when the season starts and when more news starts and it gets bigger and better, we'll be talking about all that news and you're going to want to be here because uh, these guys are, are really good analysts and we, we have fun together and you're going to have fun too, trust me, all right? And also, shout out to you guys because these super, do you see this new mic? Do you see the mic? Do you see how I can move away and you can still hear me? That's because of you guys. That's because of you guys, your donations and your super chats. I swear to I have not buying buying Jordan's Hewings or nothing. Everything goes back into the pod. It goes back into the writers. It goes back into KOT. Wait, you ain't you ain't buying no RJ Pumas. I ain't buying no nothing. No RJ Pumas. Not a Puma in sight. Not a Puma, a cheetah. Not a lot. Nothing. Oh yeah, I don't know if y'all peep, but there's a jazz fan in the um in the comment section too. Is there? Yeah, he's been commenting. Is he? Oh shout 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 out to you, cause I've been all up in Monty's show, so shout out to you. Who, all right. Was <laughs> a jazz fan in here? The the yo yeah. and the, the funny thing about talking to the jazz fans and and they're still under the impression that Utah's not tanking. Are they? Yeah. Not yeah. even not even but. It's the, it's their beat writers as well, because what's Man. happening is Danny Ainge is feeding their beat writers information to kind of like f- mess with the trade market. Right, right. Stru- for for leverage. For leverage, and then yeah. when you reading Woj's breakdowns, in Woj's breakdowns, it literally says they're the, the Utah Jazz are rebuilding ever for, since for they rebuild. traded Rudy, yep. Rudy Gobert. Yep, full rebuild. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's clear as day now because the, if the Gobert trade wasn't evidence enough, I feel like the Gobert trade alone, if they kept with those guys, I think I think they still would have a decent team in Utah because those are solid players to put around Donovan Mitchell. But what told me was a rebuild is when they trade away Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Once I saw that move, I was like, No way. Nah, this is not the this this is not the no Jazz way. trying to continue to play for a playoff spot. This is the Jazz trying to trade away the assets and trying to rebuild. Right. Keeping Patrick Beverly is a win now move. Trading for THT is a in the future development move. It's, exactly. it's very obvious, but uh, 
I digress. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to Be Civilized, Be a Goso, uh, Francisco Carrillo, AT Alien, uh, JT Reddick, Angela Rodriguez, everybody else is rocking with the KT show. Salute to you. Shout out to a guy in Brazil. I was on this show, did an interview. Oh, shout out to Into the Knicks versus Into the Knicks versus doing his thing as well. Shout out to you. Uh, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Um, um, I know you guys want to talk about you want to talk about the um Ryan, you got the 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 schedule stuff. You want to talk about the schedule stuff? Or the schedule stuff? Right. But hold on, before we go about the schedule stuff, I'm gonna talk about one more thing. Alright. Very interesting. I was perusing Google's and I ran into like a Twitter a Twitter uh a tweet put out by an Arizona like sports place. And I'm looking through the tweet and I'm like, huh, interesting. They have a poll up. And the poll says something to the lines of, would you want to trade for Julius Randle? Things that make you go, hmm. Mm. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Wait, Wait what are the results minute. though? There are actual basketball fans who want to trade for Julius Randle in Phoenix. In Phoenix, and they See, were talking the about is- Jay Crowder, Shamet, and and Sharon. Yeah, Sharon, and and a first round pick. And I, was like, I would I'm, rather I, I would I wouldn't mind uh, Shemit, Crowder and Shamet. I don't want Sharon because you just then you have a million power forwards. Against no, Shamet. Shamit and and uh, Crowder would be good. Yeah, I would take them. I would definitely do it. I was just kind of shocked that that wasn't even a thing because apparently, you know, those guys were looking to 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 uh, go after Kevin Durant. Of course, that fell through massively. Uh, and just like us, when they missed on Kevin Durant, they looked at Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they they appear to be looking for a legit power forward, like um, a down like. They don't they have wings that are playing the power forward right 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 so i haven't seen any legit like reports on that but the fans are down for it and it's been reported that the suns are looking for a, a legit power forward like raw said so that's why i mentioned it with you guys but uh that's a, that's a yes for me dog no hesitation like be civil <laughs> right please uh but all right, let's get to the schedule stuff, man, real quick, real quick, man. Let's go. I know you want to. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, going to the next schedule right now, I think the toughest part of the next schedule is towards the end of the season. Because towards the end of the season, they have a four-game road trip, West Coast road trip, and I think the majority of their games towards the end of the season are away games as well. So they have a tough stretch towards the end of the season. And they also have an early road trip in November, which is also on the West Coast. That's a big well. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. big yeah. One. They, they got a, their biggest road trip of the season is in November. It's a, it's a long, they got another one in March, but the biggest one is in March, uh, November. Yeah, and, and to be honest about it, I would rather the Knicks get that out of the way early. Yeah, yeah. You know, get that out of the way early instead of saving up for like towards the end of the season when the Knicks are possibly fighting for a playoff spot and then they have to go on this long ass West Coast trip and have to try to win those games on the road against those tough West Coast teams. So, mm-hmm. yo, here, yeah, but overall, huh? Go ahead. Now, but I was saying overall, I don't think it's really a bad schedule though. I just think towards the end of the season, like 
you know, the Knicks definitely have to do their winning in the early part of the season because towards the end, it's going to be tough stretches, especially on the road. So, so Ryan and I have been talking about this. I, I've been excited to talk about the schedule because for me, it's all about December. December is a big month for the Knicks. I agree that the winning needs to come early on if they're going to try to shoot for that play-in or, you know, even better, the fifth or sixth seed. But in December, it starts off December 3rd, baby. Dallas Mavericks in mm. MSG. Jalen Brunson going to drop 30 on the ass. Is oh, yeah. Pathetic <laughs> math fans. You know I'm in Dallas. I hate these bum math fans. <laughs> <laughs> All summer. All summer. I've been lighting them up, bro. I mean, I'm in like nine group chats just dodging on them constantly. Oh, bum ass franchise. <laughs> Terrible ownership. Uh, so they play Dallas on the third. And then there's a really interesting stretch. After that, where they hit Cleveland, Atlanta, and Charlotte, three teams I think they're going to be competing with for that fifth through ninth spot. Mm. Um, three Eastern Conference teams I think are about at their level right now if we don't get Spida. And then December 14th and 16th, back-to-back Bulls. I think the, the Bulls and the Knits are two teams that have uh, – the Bulls are a little more equipped in, in their starting five, but I think the Knits have better depth. To me, they're pretty even uh, as of right now. I, we played the, the Bulls in the first-round series. I think the Knits could actually take them. And that's even without Spider. We also played with Golden State Warriors uh, on TNT. We got Toronto, another Chicago game, Philly, and then in Dallas, the Mavs, December 27th. Those are a string of games. I think it'll be very crucial to see how this team gels with Brunson at the point and if we can compete with some of our Eastern Conference rivals as well as the Mavs and Golden State in that December month as well. It's going to be a Merry Christmas for me. Yeah. Yeah, and – Oh, no, sorry. They started to point this out. Um, yeah, I just want to point this out right quick. Um, it's funny because the Knicks actually faced Chicago three times mm-hmm. in December. And then on top of that, it's back-to-back road games in Chicago. Mm. That's rare in the NBA. RJ versus DeRozan, baby. Can't oh, yeah, wait. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Yeah, this- Sporting News ranked the Knicks as the sixth toughest schedule in the NBA. Right. <laughs> Yeah, six tough of schedule. And I also saw something that said we have like the most back to backs. They have 12 back to backs. Yeah. Um, here's what I'm looking at the, the start of the season and its implications on this Donovan Mitchell stuff. I'm not even going to lie. Like, that's what I'm really kind of have my eye on. I'm, I'm curious to see if there's going to be pressure or no pressure, depending on if we get to a slow start or, or a fast start. Um, so and on both sides too, like on both sides, like I want to see, you know, if Ainge is on that side and Donovan Mitchell is still there and they're winning a little bit too much, you know, how is it like, cause you already know they're trying to think how long, how, like how, how is that going to affect them if they want to live a little bit too much. And for us, how are we going to perform? We've already added Jalen Brunson and Jalen Brunson is is a, a damn good player. Um, not an all-star, but not yet. When he, he's been away, when he's played away from Luca, he's had all-star type numbers. So to see him be the engine of a team full time, um, it's possible that he can open some eyes given some a more more freedom and running to run a team full time. So I'm really curious to see how how that. You know, it happens all the time when you see these guys with lesser roles go to another team and get the keys to be a man and he ascends to another level. I always use James Harden as an example with OKC um, going to the Houston Rockets and all of a sudden 
be seen as a top 10, top 15 player. The same thing, I'm not saying that is, uh, is going to happen for absolutely for Jalen Brunson, but given his numbers without without uh, without Luca, I will keep my eye on it. I'll definitely keep my eye on it for sure. Do you guys think there's even a possibility that this trade lingers past opening night? I think it no. happened before train camp. I yeah, don't think no. Any way Ainge allows to go into this? Yeah, season. no, it's got to be done before the Utah goes to training camp. They, yeah. That would be a that even in Podunk, Utah, that's going to be a circus. You know, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be a circus out there. But um, no, that that gets done before that. I, I think they're. Close. I think they're. I think they get done this coming weekend. You think so, man? Yeah. You say yeah. these guys are so like headstrong. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't say that on my chest. Like, yeah. like you both know. of these guys are clearly manipulating the. Like the why was it even leaked that that uh, Leon Rose backed away from the deal and gave a deadline, right? Like the the same yeah. way I feel like Danny Ainge was playing games in chess involving all these other teams and things. I feel like Leon was like, oh, oh, that's how you play the game? Okay, cool. Leak this yeah, info. Yeah, but Ainge like, got exposed because Cleveland said we will not be used as leverage. <laughs> <laughs> he got exposed, man. That's what I said. Oh, man, your hand is played, bro. Exactly. Well, you know, you know what, though? I actually want to see Donovan Mitchell going to the season with Utah. I want to see his attitude. I want to see it's how he's going to take ugly. it. It's going to be ugly. I don't think so. That's why I'm thinking this weekend, and I'm thinking, you know, because these guys ain't blinking, LA comes in there, and 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 they and they got things on both teams they want. So I think that's how this gets done. I got a, I got a question for y'all that I've been thinking about, and I haven't had this conversation yet with any other Nick fan. Is there anyone else on Utah that you're interested in? Because I've heard Rudy Gay attached to Spida in a in a deal if the salaries bumped up in terms of what the Knicks are giving back or what the Lakers are giving them. Mm-hmm. I would love to have that Jared Vanderbilt kid. Man, that dude is a defender, guards all five positions. He's a Thibs kid. And if we dump out Randall, we'd love for him to back up Obi. That would be a really nice uh, difference maker off the bench. I love Vanderbilt. I'd love to have him on the team. I don't think Ainge would let him go because he's got a chief salary on him. Yeah. True. Yeah, but he I also think, doesn't uh, necessarily help the rebuild either. I mean, well, I mean, what is let's see, what is what is he making? I what feel like all guy? all old guys are on the table. That's yeah, all the old, yeah. He's he's on he he's on the he's got two years and eight point nine million. He's I don't think they're gonna let him. He's not about the same as as Rudy Gay. Um, the, the, I think Gay made like one or two million dollars more, and they have the same number of years on their contract. I might like, Rudy Gay is on the table. I have no interest in Rudy Gay. I think he's washed out at this point. But man, if we did Vanderbilt. But Vanderbilt's much younger, though. That's what I mean. True. He's yeah. he, how old is he? He's twenty two. He's twenty three. He's twenty three. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't see them doing that. Yeah, man. I've always I'm been a Clarkson I mean, fan, either. but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> and Clark, the thing about Clarkson though is that he, isn't he expiring? No, he's got two years left. I thought he was expiring. No, he's got what about two. Mojan. Years. Well, the Mojan. thing is, is the... go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying that the thing is, is if the Jazz are truly rebuilding, then they can actually get something valuable back from trading Clarkson. So if, so if they're in a true rebuild, and I think that they are, I can see Clarkson going in a deal eventually. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think the Knicks want to take back any salary that's not expiring. Yeah, I don't think Clarkson is going to be it for us. 
if anything. And this is another reason why I feel like Obi might be gone. These mellow rumors, man, I've heard it a few times. I've heard it a few times from a few different time periods. I heard it from Ian. But I read somewhere that the Knicks are not as interested in him as everybody thinks. Really? Where did you read that? Because I forgot where I saw, but they said that he's more interested in coming to New York than they are in acquiring him. Really? Yeah. I mean, listen, things change all the time. I've definitely heard Ian say, I don't know where I heard him say it. Maybe he was on uh, on his show. But I definitely heard him say that the Knicks have been inquiring about bringing back Melo at least last year. Yeah, this year, I've, everything I've read, Melo's the one that's putting out feelers to come to New York, but nobody's reached back out to him. I don't know. I don't think that... I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, so you guys are both talking about either Melo, which would be more appropriate, or Rudy Gay, but they're both washed at this point, and you're talking about backup to whoever the power forward is, right? Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about backup situations at this yeah, point. Yeah, like yeah. What, what, yeah. I mean, ideally you would want a defensive bruiser uh backup power forward to, to kind of supplement what we have going on in the front court. But what backup bruiser power forwards are really out there that that's left? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're backup. not gonna get a backup <laughs> bruiser, you might as well get a guy who, who can uh shoot the lights out from three. <laughs> yeah. Unless the Suns are bringing Jay Crowder, then then hey, let's do it. Yeah, because I see, I could see it. There's room. There's a, it's money. The money makes sense for Jay Crowder and Sark or Jay Crowder and Shamit. And then it also makes sense for Kelly Oubre and Plumley. Kelly Oubre and Plumley for Randall makes sense as far as the money. I don't know if they do that, but, and I don't mind Oubre coming off my bench. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to Fridge. It says Melo had dinner with Dolan months ago. That's absolutely true. Yeah, it, it was the thing where you know one person leaves ago. and the next person leaves, so to make it seem un- inconspicuous. But we was conspicuous, yeah. in, you know, we, we saw <laughs> maybe, what was happening. <laughs> maybe Dolan wants him to be a coach. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, don't don't throw nah, yeah. my man Melo. No <laughs> gunshots for Melo. What do you mean, man? <laughs> I just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be acceptable if the Knicks move move Julius Randle and move Obi up. To the starting lineup, then maybe Melo could back up Obi. Maybe it would work out that way. But, I think I don't and, think anybody would, would argue that one because I think Melo's a you know Melo's a fan favorite, man. Yeah. Right for real. I mean, even even in the event, right? Because and I don't want this to happen because I'm an Obi guy and I feel like he actually fits in offensively at least. Um, he's a ball mover who, who can be can play with the the first unit of guys who need the ball. Um, if we end up moving Obi, and we do bring back Melo. If there's anybody who I think Julius Randle might listen to in regards of how to handle the New York crowd, I think Melo would be the guy he might actually listen to. So, uh, did Randle listen to anybody? No. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't think so. Man. I think Melo might be the one OG. Like, Melo no, was the why, one training, training him last it, summer on how, how to do his uh, Melo moves. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, a, I can yeah. see it happening. Is that was that the spin moon he kept doing this? No, I never. No, no, I was before Melo. Don't put that on. Don't do that. Don't do that, raw. <laughs> Melo actually completes the spin moves, though. Exactly. Melo actually, Melo actually it. completes it. Melo does it without turning the ball over. Exactly. Exactly. That's I don't know. I don't know. That's I hope we keep. I just the thought of trading Obi makes me sick. I hope we don't trade. I hope yeah, we don't trade him either, man. Team Obi. I, I like. I want to keep. Honestly, I want to keep Obi and IQ together forever. 
but that's just me. You already know I'm an IQ I, I, guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mind IQ leaving because I'm a deuce dude, but I want I want Obi to stay. Because if you if we did get, let's say they traded Randall and Obi became the starter, so you got Obi from New York, Melo from New York, Brunson with New York ties. Mitchell with New York ties, RJ with New York ties. It's like we have a whole city. Team. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that is like a true our New York squad for real. Yeah, yeah, you know? we have a whole New York City team right there. Then we I trade mean, for Mon Pamba and then we gone. We out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see what Obi can give as a starter, man. It, almost as much as getting Spider. I want Randall gone just to see what Obi can do. Right. Always hard like Brunson right around the squad. Oh, I really man. Think the average like 17, 18. I'm really, I'm with you on that. I agree 100%. Especially when he has a real point guard out there. Okay. Yep, That's a small forward out I agree. I agree. Because oh, right now, the narrative. I'm sorry. Now, right now, the narrative is oh, Obi is okay. But like I, I can't even I can't even be mad at people who don't see the potential lie though because Tom Thibodeau mismanages minutes his potential from the beginning. Oh so yeah. I can't for even be real. mad at people's assessment. Like for real, for real, for real. But that guy needs a shot, man. He, that guy needs a shot. Yeah. All right. I see stars, man. I like I like Obi. I want Obi stay. Right. But yo, he threw the he threw the first pitch out of the Mexican game. Yeah, he looked good too. Look like he, he he's like Bo Jackson. He can transfer the to baseball, no problem. Nah, that was a way wide. That was a wide pitch. He threw a wild pitch. <laughs> Maybe he just throws better than my pitch. I don't know. He threw, he threw a knuckleball. He threw, he threw a knuckleball. He threw it wide right. He was throwing strikes in the backyard, though. I saw the video. He was throwing strikes in the backyard. Though. He was. He was. That's the one I saw, Ryan. That's the one I saw. I saw the strikes. <laughs> All right. Yo. All right. Hold on. We got a, we got a super chat. Gun, shout out to Michael Parker says I'm cool if we don't get Mike Mitchell but I would hope that the Knicks would go tank mode if we're out of playoff contention salute Knicks nation I'm not even I'm not even having this conversation right now <laughs> even, oh, my. <laughs> oh my gosh I'm not even having this tank uh, conversation yeah we're, we're, say, we're, we're past the tanking days right I'm now saying, he, said the, he said the T word stop it yeah I'm not even yeah, having yeah. I think maybe he thinks we're 2018. Yeah. yeah. Eh, I'm not having a conversation right now. We're not tanking. Not, not right now. We're in 2022, bruh. Yeah. But yo, salute to you guys. I think this is, a, this is a good way to end it. But shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to Alexander, my holy king, Fritz Alexander, uh, Hector Gaston, TC, uh, Bertan, Thomas, Be Civilized, Picks for Timmy, Trevor Yolette. Liam Neeson, everybody else rock with the KOT show. Sorry we don't have the phones open today. We we took long to get started because the phones was because kind of even a little bit of feedback because I got all this new equipment and stuff and still trying to figure out how to incorporate the other stuff. But we're gonna get it done. We're gonna figure that out before the season officially starts. All right. So salute to you guys. Uh, next time we're gonna have the phone thing situated. All right. All right. But yeah, that is our show. Please, please. Um, if you're not going to donate, hit that like and subscribe. The like is going to help the algorithms. The algorithm is going to help put KOTs at the top. So if you want to support us um, and you enjoy the show and our commentary, please hit that like button and definitely the subscribe button. And we'll be back talking next when other big news happens. And we listen, when the season starts, we, we're going to be going through the preseason games, the season games, and everything in between. All right. So definitely do that. All right. So that is our show. So let them know raw.
Where can he find you, sir? On YouTube, Raw Hebrew Remnant. On Twitter, Raw Hebrew Remnant. And on Instagram, Raw Hebrew Remnant. <laughs> 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 I think we got it pretty straight. Facts, facts, facts. Yes, was Scooby here? Yeah, Scooby was here. Scooby was cool too. You, I was trying to actually get Ian on. I was trying to harass him, but he hasn't hit me back. So maybe, I mean, he, honestly, he seems like a little busy right now. You know what I mean? But hopefully, we, <laughs> <laughs> we get some more people here. All right, salute to you, Lee. Lee, let you know where they can find you, Lee. You know, I'm always writing my articles for Deadspin and mm-hmm. posting toasting for SB Nation. I want to give a shout out in the chat to 280 Peter Park, who says. Randall needs to do DMD. I've been holding in that laugh, bro. That's really hilarious. <laughs> also, gotta be legend uh, is that lot uh, uh, El Chavo de Ocho. Yes, it is. This is my collection of uh, <laughs> El Chavo. It's an old Spanish TV show. He, he was asking me in the chat if that's who it was. Yes, it is. Thanks oh, for that, that eagle eye. Oh, good eye. El Chapo fans in the house. All right. Shout out to my guy, Lee. Uh, great guy, great guy. All right, Ryan G. Let him know, man. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G, Sir is, G chilling. is chilling. Let's go. <laughs> That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me at Sir G's Corner, and Sir G's Corner will be up and running again starting next week because I am moving and I will have all the time in the world. So Sir G's Corner will be up and running next week. Let's go and. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. Yeah, shout out to Ryan G. Got a new gig in Indiana. Hey. Yes, Knicks, sir. Knicks fans all over the world. So you can help us spy on the Pacers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Figure yeah, out no, no doubt, no doubt. What's going on with Miles Turner and them? And then we got Lee over there in Dallas is gonna help us steal Luca in twenty twenty seven. All right, cool. Let's, no, already working on it, bro. <laughs> already working on it. I hate these mad bump fans, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is our show. Um, and as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That is our show. We out of here. Peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>